morning crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the Italian styling, the man rocking the orange tea this morning. Mr. Johnny Crypto is joining us. Billy, the chart analysis expert, and Jackie, the crypto juggernaut, are both in the building. So very excited for this episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how a top S&P global executive states the tokenization of everything is already underway. As Kevin O'Leary has become more bullish than ever on the crypto sector, explaining how 500 billion US dollars per day could be entering this market. Ripple is rapidly expanding into Europe as an official partner of the Digital Pound Foundation, while also hinting at the launch of an Australian stablecoin. With the SEC claiming XRP is a security, we describe the clear use cases of this digital asset. Quant is becoming the center of attention for blockchain payments. We show our listeners a video of their CEO explaining how Quant Networked solved the global interoperability issue. And with over 65% of retail investors gone from this market, we show our listeners how the bear market is the time to create generational wealth. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So, Mr. Johnny Crypto, you are looking sharp this morning, my friend. But I want to remind our listeners, there's 154 Warrior Maniacs out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Thank you for being here on this Friday. But first, let's hear from Johnny K. What's on your mind, my friend? Well, first of all, let's just do it like we always do. Let's say good morning to all those Warrior Maniacs out there today. I love you guys. Appreciate you for showing up every day. I have no idea why I always go blurry every time I do that. But anyway... Uh, and it's so great to see Billy, my brother. I love when we're on the show with Billy. You don't get to see him that often, so I love it. And Jackie, Jackie, it's so great you're here. Jackie was on time, too. Credit to Jackie again. Awesome, Billy. We're coming to you, my man. And because it's Friday, you know we're going to talk a little bit about conspiracies. But first, how you feeling, my friend? Thanks for being here. Bless, bro. Bless. We get to trade every day with the team. We're changing lives every day. And every time I get to come in here and hang out with y'all, bro, I feel like me and Jackie was talking about earlier. I feel like she's a long-lost sister I haven't seen in freaking forever. And that's what the best part about Good Morning Crypto is we always have an excuse to talk to each other, Jackie. I feel like you've been on the show every day this week, so thank you for being here. And how are you feeling? Feeling great. Good to be here. I love being on the show with you guys. I love seeing my team. Awesome. And we're going to dive into some exciting news. But before we do that, we're going to start the show off the same way we always do by showing you our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. That's at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. You get access to every single member of our team. And believe me, we are always putting out information on there. So go smash that follow button. Johnny Crypto, would you look at this? We've climbed slightly on the Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index. We are up from a 22 to 24. Wow, that is some positive news for our listeners out there. But let's get into the total coin market cap because that's where we have some exciting momentum. We are sitting at $927 billion in total market cap. We are Bitcoin is 40% dominance. Ethereum is 17%. Bitcoin dipped below 19000 was at $18,500 yesterday. And as you can see from this price chart, we had a very quick recovery Anybody who got a chance to buy that dip, congratulations. Enjoy your profits. We got Ethereum at 1300 XRP is $0.49. Cents. Cardano still taking a dip at $0.37 cents this morning. Litecoin, $51. Chainlink, love some Chainlink. We got Chainlink at $7. And Quant is dominating the markets. Despite the bear market, Quant cannot be stopped, Johnny Crypto. We are sitting at $165. But Billy, I'd love to hear from you first. What are some of the projects that you're watching this morning? And how do you feel about the, the momentum of the market overall? Bro, people thought I was crazy when I said buying the quant under $99. 
buy all the time. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. This is not financial advice, but what I'm doing is anytime it hits under $99, I'm going to go sell whatever I got to get me some coin. Uh, as far as stacking everything, same thing. I've been loading up on HBRB chain. The prices are just insane at this point. So just continue to, to stack the bags, man, and watching this XRP just go insane right now. Jackie, and with all the negative sentiment in the market today, it looks like the Bitcoin price chart is finally reaching a buying opportunity. Doesn't surprise me at all that as retail is more certain than ever we're going to make lower lows, the Bitcoin price chart is reaching a buy zone. So what are some of the things you're watching? How do you feel about this analysis here? Yeah, that's something we talk about a lot within our calls within the academy. Um, you know, now is the time to buy, according to a lot of indicators. Now is a good time to buy. Um, and honestly, guys, the sentiment around uh, just, I mean, typing in crypto news and, and looking at a lot of articles that are coming out lately, a lot of people are calling for lower lows. We're going to have a long time for recovery. And typically when you see media sentiment like that, um, you know, you kind of hit a bottom. So we talk about the caution of that. Um and that's not to say that we won't go lower in a few months or anything like that. Maybe around election time, we've been talking about that that case a lot. Um, but you know, with with usually usually with that media sentiment, um, it is it is a good buying opportunity. So just like Billy said, um, put in put in some you know put in some bids and dollar cost average at this point in time. And this is a pretty exciting time to get involved in this market. I was in Starbucks today and somebody asked me, hey, what do you have planned for today? And I said, I actually talk about crypto. And they said, ooh, that's so unfortunate, Johnny. But little do they know that I hold quant and I know you do as well. People are asking you why you're shaking your head. Of course, Johnny is joking. I want to remind our listeners, he is a little focused on his own portfolio, but it is exciting that people are making money, Johnny. So what's on your mind, my friend? Well, listen, I, I first brought quant to the academy right let coach know about it we got into it i love quant i'm just i every time we talk about it, i see it go up i just get pissed off at myself because i should have averaged in more i knew it when it was at 40 i took it you know didn't take enough advantage of it that's why i'm aggravated it has nothing to do with the price of quant it has to do with my own stupidity but other than that no i absolutely love quant you guys know this i'm a champion for quant it's going to be big and uh and i ain't selling the penny of it I ain't selling not like, just like Johnny. That. Johnny. Johnny has no reason to be upset because if you knew at what prices he bought Amazon back in the day, Johnny's sitting just fine. Just so everybody knows, Johnny's he's been bad. through this rodeo before. But when you check out this price chart right here, Roto, this is more exciting news for all of our quant holders out there. We've got the quant versus Ethereum price chart we're showing our listeners, and if you look at this. It almost reminds me of that XRP price chart. We could be looking at a, at a little glimpse into the future. I'm not even kidding here. Look at the similarities here between this Ethereum and what uh, big, uh, XRP has done in the past. This parabolic pump here, consolidation, and then an eventual long-term breakout. Can you imagine if we see a very similar situation with XRP, Roto? A little bit of conspiracy talk there, but I do want to remind you, this is pretty exciting stuff. They're climbing in Bitcoin dominance. They're climbing in Ethereum dominance. It appears that we're about to break out. Is this a time where you would consider purchasing more? Obviously not a financial advisor, not financial advice, but look at this chart. It looks fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just one of those things. Again, I'm not going to comment on whether people should buy or not. That's up to them. I'm not a financial advisor, but you have to look at the charts. You got to look. You have to first understand what your own strategy is, Abs, and what you what you think. If you're day trading it, you know, then you may or may not want to. But if you're holding long term like I do, the I don't know what the hell that's all about an ice cream, man. That's the silliest question I've ever heard in my life. But I love you too, Garth. Anyway, I think it's really just important to know what, how, what kind of investor you are. I'm a long-term hold, hodler, hodler, whatever you want to call it, right? So I'm just looking for bargains. And obviously, you know, 
with disposable income don't have a, you know, we have to add DCA into these things. Right? I don't have a ton of money sitting on the side as most people don't. So you have to make choices, selections. And so that's what you got to do. And if this one looks like it's once something you want to hold long-term, then it really doesn't matter what price you're buying it at this point right now. Cause these are all going to skyrocket someday. Uh, Billy, and I'd love to hear from you. We got a comment from Mentelect saying Quant's price chart is in beast mode. And in my opinion, that's undeniable. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about the price chart because we have a very interesting video to show our listeners from their CEO. But before we dive into that, just give me a second to pull it up. And why don't you just talk about the momentum of the market today? We've got Bitcoin looking like it may either create a lower low or bounce off that 200 day moving average. For anybody who doesn't know, Billy is the chart analysis expert within the Warrior Academy. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Well, I'm just looking over the overall stock market. I want to go back. There was a comment that was uh, said, do you all not realize we haven't gone into a depression? And of course, there's going to be lower lows. That's why we DCA into projects. That's why we we explain how you're never going to catch the bottom. and You're never going to get the top. So you're DCA in. And this is just like anything else. You know, if you believe in the project, DCA in, especially like Johnny says, we're in for the long term. You're never going to catch the bottom, but you can dollar cost average your way into profits right. over the long term. So yeah, the fact that, you know, I believe the market's going to go a little bit. On average, it goes 33% in the stock market. We're at like 25, 26. The return on that, if I was to DCA in right now and just hold for mm. two to three years, I would get 100% gains on that. And yeah. if I wait until I get to the bottom and it never hits my bottom and it starts on those returns, I never get any kind of profit. So DCAing is is very very important when you're when you're trying to invest, especially long term. Because if, if it's something you believe in, you're really not worried about the cost. Anytime you see a red day is actually a good day. That's when you want to buy in. <laughs> That's why in Japan, Johnny Crypto. I don't know if you know this. In Japan, their green candles are red, and their red candles are green for the exact reason that Billy just said. When they see red candles, they get excited. That's when they look to buy. We're about to show our listeners. Hey, oh, Abs, just up. one second. I want to throw this out there because because this guy came out and says he disagrees with what I said. Yeah, when I said soon, I guess he you know, doesn't know me. Must be new to the show. When I'm saying soon, that's like two to three years. That ain't tomorrow. <laughs> you guys all know I'm a long term hodler. So yes, I agree with this guy, even though he he disagrees. The reality is he agrees because that's what I mean when I say soon. Is we're talking a few years down the road. You guys all know I'm holding to 2025 and beyond, maybe 2030. To me, that's when you're really gonna see this market happen. I don't know what the hell's wrong with my camera here, but that's when you're gonna see. Guys, if you're thinking you're going to get rich in the next year or two, will you hit a 10 extra here or there? Yeah, maybe you'll get lucky, but you want to do what I did? You want to buy Amazon at 17 and sell 27? You're a fool. I wouldn't do it. I did it once. I ain't doing that again. So this is a long-term play in my mind. We are at the beginning. Abs, you showed the curve yesterday. We need to show that curve again at some point. <laughs> and where we are in the in the growth of crypto versus how we, we grew. Yeah, there it is. Look at that thing, guys. Look yep. at that thing. Take that yellow line. And you're sitting down here, okay? So do you want to sell, you know, a year or two or five years in this thing, which may put you maybe, I can't see the numbers there, maybe, you know, one third up that line? Or do you want to sell at the top? That's a crazy chart, bro. Exactly. We have a long way to go, boys. So so listen, I've DCA'd in in, in quant everywhere, 50, 80, 150 I paid as high at one point. The reality is it doesn't matter because this thing's going way higher in in many, many years to come. Agreed. Here's some exciting news, Roto. Sorry, I mute button got me there again. We got 237 live listeners. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We are yet to get into the most important news for today, which, of course, 
is revolving around XRP. But before we do that, we're going to show you an update from MasterCard as MasterCard has announced that Bitcoin and crypto will become an everyday way to pay. And they will be as seamless as making a contactless card payment. This is something we talk about every day. And hopefully they're not referring to central bank digital currencies. Jackie, I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about MasterCard acknowledging that Bitcoin and crypto, they're not only going mainstream, they're going to be as easy to use as your credit card. Um, I don't agree with the Bitcoin. Uh, I don't think people are going to be using Bitcoin to make purchases. I, we talked about that a lot. Um, you know, people people hold Bitcoin. People who are in crypto and know the value of Bitcoin, um, they hold Bitcoin. They're not looking to spend it. Um, that's that's something being held for the long term. As far as other other cryptocurrencies, yeah, I can definitely see that. I believe that Mastercard um probably use that as a little bit not not clickbait but obviously referring to bitcoin because most retail investors you know they understand they don't understand crypto as a whole they hear bitcoin and then then they per perk up right so that's probably why they reference bitcoin in their post but i definitely do believe that um cryptocurrency will be used um so and mastercard is getting in on that you know um we see we see a lot of um card payment systems getting getting in on the on the this side of of financial of the new financial industry so they're they're ones to just jump right in and it is an exciting time to be alive but billy i got a quick question for you in korea the green candles are blue and the red are still red maybe i misquoted there but would you ever do this for your price chart and also give me some quick thoughts on everything that we've talked about this morning People use the word Bitcoin, I think, as more of a way for the masses to identify that we're talking about crypto. I think of Bitcoin being synonymous with the crypto market. Like when we showed a video of Kanye West talking to Joe Rogan yesterday, he was talking about the entire crypto market, but he continued to say Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. So that could be one of the reasons that MasterCard did this year. But what do you think about this news, Billy? I, I agree 100% with Jackie. <clears throat> I'm not, I don't see any retailers letting you take their product at the store before your funds are settled in an account. People want people want instantaneous. <clears throat> and you can be pro Bitcoin all you want. It is not instantaneous. It's just it's just not there. Uh, there's only a few around that is instantaneous. And we talk about those all the time. Uh, I, I agree when people say Bitcoin, it's just like a general thing. Like in the South, everything uh, for us, is Coke. a Dr. Pepper is a Coke. A Mountain Dew is a Coke. You know, it's just a general generalization of the same word. Because, uh, you know, I, I freaking love Bitcoin. I just absolutely love Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> Billy, for anyone who doesn't know out there, you are a maximalist. Am, am I correct? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Bitcoin is going to take over everything, bro. Sarcasm. Hey, sarcasm. Hey, Abs. Sarcasm I, for our listeners. <laughs> hey, Abs, there's a comment here I, I got to address, right? So, but I need it now, right? This is when we were talking about getting those profits and when they're coming. And I think what's so important, we talked about this last night on the Twitter spaces, on the Good Morning Crypto spaces. It's so important, excuse me, it's so important to make sure that you're not going into the crypto space thinking you're going to become a millionaire in the next year or two, or this is going to solve all your life problems. If you're doing that, you're in a lot of trouble. This is not the kind of space to be doing. This is, you know, I get it. You're taking it as a, a gambling casino, right? And hoping that you're going to make it big. Not the way, sorry guys, if you're doing that, God, I feel for you because yeah, you might get it big. You might get lucky. You may hit a 10 X or. But at the end of the day, you're right. This is a long-term play, in my opinion. People and I just want to read this for our listeners. I'm going to go right back to you, Roto. So BitBoy tweeted out the same thing that Johnny is saying right now. He said, if you haven't gotten rich, and I don't like that word, if you haven't gotten rich yet in crypto, you will as long as you stay. Statistics say that if you're involved and engaged for crypto for at least four years, 
you will reach massive profits. And when you're holding sustainable projects, like we talk about, whether they're ISO compliant or some of the ones that are already established, clearly long-term hodling is the way to go. And we referred to this chart earlier, Johnny. So I'm going to give you the floor again. Sorry. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, because I know people who literally are hurting and they're going out and they're taking their, they're leveraging credit cards, they're borrowing money, and they're and they're putting it in the crypto space, thinking they're going to double, triple, what 10x their money, and then pay off the debt and go back. And it doesn't work that way. Instead, now they're sitting there holding a bag that they can't afford, and now they're getting calls and all these other different things. So, guys, I'm just saying that if you're going to get into space, you do it with money that you can afford to lose. Don't use, don't do it with your baby food money. Don't do it with your mortgage money. You need to do it with extra money that you can afford to say goodbye. And then you it's almost like kind of like setting, forget my account's down right now. I'm down big time right now. <laughs> you know, I ain't worried about it because I know I got time on my side. So guys, if you need it now, you need to go get a job. You're in the wrong place. If you say I need it now, you probably need a job You or not a job, start a business. But you, yeah, you don't want to be in the crypto market if, if that's that's the sentiment mindset you have. Johnny, you there's a couple of, oh, go ahead, Billy. I was just going to say, if you need it now, and that's the mind frame you're in, you really need to join the academy so we can help you get in the right mindset. Because whatever issues and problems you have right now is going to be hundredfold if you add levels of money to that, because it's just going to exacerbate whatever issues you have going on. And if you don't have the ability to jump into crypto, then work on the mindset, work on making yourself a better person. How can you grind different? How can you just be a better person? Because crypto and all this other shit is not going to fix you being happy. Happy is being, happy is a choice every day. Happy is doing the things consistently, doing the things when you don't want to do them. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say thank you, Billy. And one of the things I was watching the other day was a talk about Jordan Peterson speaking on personal development. And one of the things he was talking about was how typically everyone tries to accumulate wealth. And they're like, well, what do you think is going to happen if I give you $100 million worth of responsibility, but right now you can't even keep your room clean? So it's like you got to get your shit together and you got to get the basics down before the universe is going to reward you with all this generational wealth we talk about every day on this channel. And I think that the bear market is the perfect time to double down on a lot of the things that you don't understand whether it's the utility of individual currencies or the reason that this is going to be taken to a global scale. It's a pretty exciting to get in, a time to get involved in this market. we got 291 live listeners out there. Show us some Ooh. love. Smash that like button. We are going to show you a video of Kevin O'Leary breaking down how $250 billion could be entering this market every 12 hours. And no, that is not clickbait. We're going to let this short clip play and get some comments from the group. Here we go. Sovereign wealth capital is never going to move against the SEC, mm -hmm. never going to happen. And the reason that occurs is that if you're a sovereign wealth fund or a country that's oil rich, perhaps you're generating a quarter of a billion dollars every 12 hours. The only place on earth you can put that is in the S&P. The only way you can do that is be being compliant with the SEC rules. They are never going to make a move against the SEC in any way until these rules have been determined. And the best part about those statements, Johnny Crypto, is the fact that after this SEC lawsuit, XRP could be one of the only tokens with some serious regulation backing it. I'd love to give you the floor. He said $250 billion are generated every 12 hours in Saudi Arabia. How long until we see the, all of that cash flow enter this market? Well, he said it. You ain't seeing it until regulation comes in. These guys need, we need regulation. We've been saying that on this show forever now, that when regulation comes, that unlocks the door to many, many investors to, to be able to get in the space. You know, so Mooch talks about all the time, Scaramucci. I'm trying to get him on the show, but he won't, he won't respond. But Mooch 
says it all the time when he's on these other shows that he's trying to get more into crypto, but he can't because of some of the regulatory issues, right? And and the funds he's running and the SEC compliances. So that's just how it is right now. There is a ton of money, Abs. But I didn't know there was 250 every billion every 12 hours. That's humongous. But there's just a ton of money sitting there waiting to come into this space. That's why we're so excited. That is when this thing's going to really start to take off, right? And so we want to be in it when that happens. Got to be in it to win it, like they say, right? And that's what we are. So this is, again, Mr. Wonderful has been touting this for a while now. Regulation is going to be the key. Billy, and when it speaks to the infancy of this market, think about it this way. Every 36 hours in Saudi Arabia, they're generating the, the equal amount to the entire crypto market. So $750 billion or $1 trillion is generated every 48 hours. That's more than the total coin market cap. When do you think that the SEC is going to give this regulation and allow for these agencies to start investing into some of these newer assets? When they can figure out how they're going to get paid on the back end, I feel like uh, it's all the motion. It's all it's all for theater. Uh, it's interesting. One of the things that Jackie was bringing up before the show, um, how everything's just aligning at the right time, how, how the markets come together, how the politics are happening. Uh, hold on, throw that back up. I disagree with Johnny. People who buy and get into crypto. I think they were a little confused, Johnny. I think they were trying to, They maybe they misunderstood what you said. Johnny was saying that you should buy at these low prices and hodl for the long term and not have the expectation that you're going to make all this wealth in a short period of time. He wasn't saying that you shouldn't be purchasing these assets at low prices. He was actually saying the total opposite. So Johnny, I got your back there, but Billy, continue with what you were saying. That's a great comment. Thank you for coming to that biscuit power game. Absolutely not a great comment, but I totally lost where I was. No worries. Keep it pushing. Let's go to Jackie. Jackie, I'd love to get some remarks. We have a second clip from Kevin O'Leary that we're going to play, but he highlighted that $250 billion are generated in oil money alone in Saudi Arabia. Can you imagine when the floodgates open for the crypto market and specifically an asset like XRP with regulation behind it? Yeah, I actually think some buying is going on right now anyway. Um, and, and, you know, when markets take a downturn, like where we are at, um, have a retracement like what we have seen, um, you know, these big institutions, these big guys with big money um, all over the world, you know, they're putting it in places where they're going to see returns. So on again, on the calls that we have within the academy, um, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday on my call that I have with uh, Selman and Gonzo and Billy, um, you know, Selman's awesome. He brings on on-chain metrics. And these are things that we look at, you know, when big money, big whales um, are buying. And there that that is some indicators that we have seen recently. And so I do believe, um, you know, even though that doesn't reflect immensely in the in the markets that we see now, you know, just looking at coin market cap, you know, these big institutions have access to buy um, OTC. So you're not going to see those those prices uh, be manipulated um, like like we see on a normal daily basis. So I, I do believe that there's buying going on. Awesome. And Jackie, somebody said, he. I'm, I'm going to let this clip play one more time. This is so important. I want our listeners to hear this again. I do believe he said $250 billion are generated every 12 hours in Saudi Arabia. And eventually that money is going to be moving into the crypto market, but not before we get SEC regulation. We're going to let this clip play one more time and then we'll show you our next video. We need money. The sovereign wealth capital is never going to move against the SEC. Mm-hmm. Never going to happen. And the reason that occurs is that If you're a sovereign wealth fund or a country that's oil rich, perhaps, you're generating a quarter of a billion dollars every 12 hours. The only place on earth you can put that is in the S&P. The only way you can do that is being compliant with the SEC rules. 
they are never going to make a move against the SEC in any way until these rules have been determined. Boom. And that's not the last thing and the most important thing he said. He actually dove into this a little bit deeper, explaining how regulation will change the world of finance forever, specifically when we get an index involved in crypto. So let's let this play and then we'll go back to the group. And in everything that's coming, the truth is that none of it is owned by institutions. Zero. And so everybody likes to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, you know, but sovereign wealth and pension that I service in the indexing business, and there's many people do what I do. We create indices so that they can invest capital. They are waiting for regulation before they index. And so if, if, if all that happened was sovereign wealth funds put one to 3% into maybe six different projects, it would definitely be some Bitcoin. There'd probably be some Ethereum there, maybe some Polygon, maybe a little Solana, whatever they want to do and what indexers would do for them based on market capitalization. Solana. That's a trillion dollars worth of demand. But it, none of it is going to happen until we get some policy. And a trillion dollars worth of demand with only one to three percent of sovereign wealth entering this market. Johnny, he dropped a bunch of gems. I'm going to you. Uh, mute button, Rudo. Yeah, the first thing that's very impressive for me about this whole thing is Kevin O'Leary. I don't know if you guys know this, but a few years ago, he was anti-crypto. He hated it, and, and it was one of those things because he didn't understand it. He didn't take the time to learn it. And then when he learned it and when he started learning all about it, he realized, like, holy shit, there's something big here. And now he's full gung-ho for it, which is awesome to see. And somebody said it. This is proof the boomers can learn. No question about it. But you're talking about a, a billionaire boomer, right? These are smart guys. Even though they're boomers, they still know where to invest in future technologies. They're always looking for that. And they've got crews of young people helping them research it, right? But this is humongous, a trillion dollars on one to three percent. And the reason why I said it's humongous is because I've seen some of these institutions say they would put more than one to three percent in apps. They may be talking five percent. The interesting thing to me was the bombs that he dropped. Notice at the top of his head, the two keywords he said was Bitcoin and Ethereum. And then he threw in Polygon and Solana. And I know he owns all four of them because he's talking. He owns like 30 of them. So the interesting, and yeah, Crypt, that's true. Cuban likes it as well. But the point is, you know, they will. I think you'll see a big, huge influx into the bitcoins and the Ethereum's because they're so big, they're so prominent out there. And then they'll then then they'll put their investments in all these other ones. Uh, so yeah, it's exciting times, guys, because he's right. That's going to drive the demand. That's the demand we need because retailers can't do it. We just don't have the kind of buying power to do it like in, uh, institutions can. Johnny, and one of the great comments we have from our listeners here is from Mentelect. He said, O'Leary and other elites train themselves to never say XRP. I want to give a shout out to our good friend, Mark Yusko, who tried to tell us he doesn't understand. I want to be careful. Mark Yusko is coming on the show next week, and we are definitely going to bring up XRP and come with the hard evidence explaining the use cases and how this is a digital asset that he should, should be aware of. But Billy, I'd love to get some closing remarks on the Kevin O'Leary news before we hear from Jackie. What did those clips mean to you? The fact that all of this money it's not even thinking about cryptocurrency yet. And eventually it's going to be flooding into this market. It's it's funny watching people get red pilled every now and then. You know, I remember yeah. back in the day, he used to talk so much smack. He was like one of those turds you couldn't get out when you were constipated and you had to push and push and push. <laughs> and when it finally come out and you look down and it's like, that really, it caused you that much trouble and he was that big. So to see people get educated and finally come around and it's it's nice when people actually take the time to listen to educated people and you can talk about the real use case scenario and what it actually does, when when it clicks with them, there's no going back because 
especially with XRP and moving money, if you ever try to move money, large sums of it, bro, uh, it's 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 just crazy to try to do it. But to watch people now come around, it's it's happening more and more. More people are, are starting to understand it and starting to get educated on it. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful thing. But when, like he said, when the institutional money turns on and that faucet opens up, bro, and that spigot starts to, to pour that shit out, it is going to be unreal. And one of the questions one of our listeners is asking, what are your thoughts on quant? Can we see five digits in the long run? Not a financial advisor and never give price predictions, but absolutely, my friend. And we're going to provide some hard evidence here because we decided, I mean, sorry, the quant CEO has is explaining how they've solved the interoperability issues between banks. And he's going to dive into the details there. Sorry, that was a mouthful, but we're going to let this clip play and get some comments from our group. Here we go. We keep hearing it over and over again from vendors, from the banks itself, from central banks saying we want blockchain, we need digital assets. I think what we, we've kept hearing is the biggest challenge is interoperability. And they've said it time and time again. We want to implement it, but we need it to be interoperable. We don't know how to do it. We, we need the industry to solve it. And that's where we've come in. I mean, we've solved that problem since 2018. Boom. And we already went through his resume just the other day. But Billy, he's got connections to the Federal Reserve, HSBC, PWC. The list goes on and on. I'd love to hear some of your thoughts about the statements he's making here. They've solved the interoperability issue for banks. What does that mean to you? What can we see for Quant? Uh, you can see nothing but growth in the future, man. This is this is a well-executed team. They're very vision and very focused on what they're doing. And, bro, they have smashed it. They, they have the relationships. They have the partners in place. And they solve a real-world um, problem and issue. And anybody that comes along in any space that can solve a real-world issue is going to dominate. Um, it, it's just part of it. We've been screaming this about Quant. I believe Quant was meeting up with HBAR execs uh, as well not too long ago. Yes, in Dubai. Yeah, bro. Like it's all coming together. And if you can't take a step back and look at the partnerships and who's put where, and we can even go as far as Ripple and the people on the board, people who have come from the government now on Ripple, people who went from Ripple to the government positions. It's just, bro, there's too many coincidences for me to, to think that this this shit is really going to do something. Hey, and we don't need a coincidence or a conspiracy theory here because the Digital Pound Foundation is working with two of our favorite companies, Jackie. That would be Quant and Ripple XRP. And when you're talking about hard evidence, these companies are creating the Digital Pound for Europe right now, Jackie. I'd love to hear this. I don't know who is messing with my cameras, but Jackie, I'd love to go to you. What are some of your thoughts? Yeah, I, I was watching a video the other day about Rosie Rios talking about blockchain technology. And, you know, she specifically states, I quote, you know, blockchain is not going anywhere. So if you have that basic understanding, especially coming from the words of Rosie Rios um, saying blockchain technology is not going anywhere, um, then you should start looking into projects that have these types of um, use case ability, quant and XRP. Um, if, if you have someone who's you know, holding a substantial title like like her herself, um, look into projects that are getting into these, you know, into these divots of technology, um, especially in the financial system. So with Quant solving those problems, just like Billy said, just like we just watched, um, and the, the utility of XRP as well, put your money in those places um, and you're, you know, you're sure to be looking good for the future. Jackie, we got 323 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Thank you for being here. And hopefully we are providing some valuable information. Somebody asked us, what does Quant do? Can you break that down pretty simply? 
What Quant does is it allows smart contracts on separate blockchains to communicate and inter interoperate with one another. And it's one of the only blockchains that can do this seamlessly. So it's very, very interesting. So much potential here. But when we talk about the crypto market, Johnny, the best way to navigate this space is by having an exit strategy. And the way that we can do that is by sticking to your guns. We're going to show you the smartest way to track your crypto. This allows you to create an exit strategy. It was created by our group. Johnny, let that ad play. Have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, you're not alone. And it's probably because you don't have an exit plan. The good news is that it doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. First, it brings all your coins into one place from many exchanges and wallets so you can simply see all of your assets across one screen. Next, you can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses, and total since inception. Merlin puts the power back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. Most importantly, Merlin's smart algorithm lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. So go to at Get Merlin Crypto on Twitter. That's at Get Merlin Crypto and sign up for our 30-day free trial to get whitelisted so you can receive an email when the product is launched this fall. Don't wait and miss out on this new and innovative app. Sign up today and get on our Merlin whitelist. It is the smartest way to track your crypto. Yes, Johnny. And when we talk about how to navigate this market correctly, anybody who was here during 2021 understands that this market moves. It can move parabolic. And the best way to do it is take profits on the way up. I'd love to give you a chance to make some quick statements on Merlin. Then we'll dive into some cool news. Yeah, I think that's really the realization I came to. I was new in this market. I saw these things going up and going down, and I, I didn't react quick enough. I didn't have alerts coming in telling me when it was time to go, um, and I missed a lot of them. So I said, you know what? I need something to do it. And I was like, why keep it? I could have designed it and kept it for myself, but why not give it to everybody? That's what we're doing. You know, it was a great question here. Does Merlin give you exit prices? Merlin's going to give you the ability for you to create your own. It'll There'll be a tool in there that you can create your own, and we're also going to have – uh, for all the warrior maniacs out there who join her in the academy, you'll get access to coach's uh, exit plan as well. So you could see what he's doing. So uh, that'll be the start. Eventually we'll add more tools and make that better. But yeah, we're excited about it and uh, just launched the website. So go check it out. Um, again, that's just to join the waitlist. You can go to MerlinCrypto.com. Awesome. Thank you, Johnny. And anybody who's looking and interested to sign up, the link is down below. So go check out that Merlin link, but let's get back into some cool news. One of our listeners commented and said, did you guys see Brad Garlinghouse is following 589 people? This is very interesting, Johnny. What does this mean? Are we going to 589? <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Here come the here come all the conspiracies now. You're gonna hear everybody say, Oh, it's going to 589. And, and the Simpsons said it was going to 589. Listen, none of you are gonna like this, but my reality is I think we're gonna see closer to 10, 10 to 12 bucks, you know, maybe in the next short term, maybe, and then somewhere down the road. Could it be, you know, in the in the three-digit numbers? Possibly. I know everybody wants to hear five to ten. I'm not banking on that abs. If it gets there, fantastic. I have an exit plan. I know this is why you want to have an exit plan, right? Because like there's all these numbers all over the place. You got to look at what the realistic numbers are. Yeah, guys, that's why you want to have an exit plan. So when XRP goes to 589, that's why you need your exit plan. But Billy, obviously, I don't want to spend too much time on this. This is just a joke here. But I do think it's interesting that Brad Garlinghouse is clearly engaging the trolls. It's not a coincidence he selected to follow 589 people. Jackie, Billy, what's it mean to you? That's, to me, that's high level troll, bro. That's that's expert level troll. You don't even have to say anything. You just you just follow a certain amount of people and trigger people and get people going crazy. Uh, he's 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 a genius, bro. His mind works different ways, and the fact that people are absolutely losing their shit over this is crazy. 
yes, please, for the love of God, uh, have an exit strategy. Uh, have your bags packed. You know, have a little moon bag. But definitely have exit strategies for the way this thing goes up. I agree with Johnny. I'm, I'm double digit around ten dollars somewhere. Uh, if it goes really good, triple digit at some point, but not anytime soon. Jackie, some closing remarks here, very briefly. Brad Garlinghouse clearly engaging the trolls. Does this mean we're headed to five eighty nine? I love Brad Garlinghouse and I love David Schwartz too. They're they're fun guys. I mean, seeing David at the at the conference and kind of his personality, uh, that was really fun. Uh, besides the point, I want to address what Billy said about having a moon bag. When we address moon bag, we mean do not sell all ever. Um, definitely take profits. We highly highly suggest taking profits as we go up. Um, you need to take profits. You need to secure some capital on the sidelines, you know, in case of anything that happens, uh, because we might not reach that target of 589 that everyone is hoping for, but never sell all, um, you know, keep 10%, keep 15% for the long, 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 long term um, until you die, take it to the grave. Uh, meaning that we could actually see those prices. So definitely, you know, don't sell all, but definitely take profits all the way up. Billy, and I pulled up this next topic just for you, my friend. We don't like to get political on this channel, but we are going to talk about oil money, and it's hard to have that conversation without involving politics. The Biden administration asked Saudi to asked Saudi Arabia to postpone the decision to reduce oil for only one month until the U.S. presidential elections. Such a request has been rejected by Saudi Arabia, and that means that the Democrats are requesting foreign intervention to influence elections. Billy, can you imagine this? This democracy is not a complete democracy. What's it mean to you, Billy? I'd love to hear some thoughts. Bro, I mean, people's eyes are finally getting exposed. I mean, you had the president of the United States talking smack about Saudi Arabia not too long ago, and then you're going to go and fist bump them and ask them for a favor. It just doesn't work like that, man. This is, this is, and one or two things, we talk about this a lot, and I'm not going to get into it, but it's, these elections are, are going to be one of the, these midterms, I should say, it's going to be one of the most, pivoting moments in, in U.S. elections that I've ever been a part of, just because of everything that is going on. We're talking about a recession. We're talking about we have a new king of England, uh, everything going on with elections, cryptocurrency coming in. We're at an amazing time right now. Uh, but to, I think the Republicans are full of shit. I think the Democrats are full of shit. But this guy, and I don't care where you stand in politics, this guy is a complete moron. I, I mean, he's a bumbling idiot and someone should go to jail for letting this man sit on the stage and do this shit. Because uh, it's just, it's crazy. It's, it's, I mean, when you sit back and you look at it, I don't care where your politics stand, the decisions being made are purposeful and intentful. Uh, and, and this goes to say it right here. I mean, this is purposeful and intentful. And if this was done by anybody else, it would be a completely different situation. Well, what's really what's really disgusting is just completely blatantly obvious yeah. that look look at this. So it's not like he cares about you guys or us guys or Americans because he's not asking for them to delay or, or or keep the price down forever. It's just for one month. Just so well, as you delay the cuts, the oil prices won't go as higher than they already are. And maybe he can win an election or win, you know, keep the vote. This is just a vote play. Exactly. I mean, how this, it's just so blatantly obvious. Like, hey, I don't care about the people long term. I just care about the election. And so I need you to keep the prices the way they are right now for about a year, for about a month. And then once you get past the election, go ahead, then raise the prices and, you know, kill it's all the, Americans. At that it's point. the same way they say, it's the same way they said they're going to uh, give people credit on their, on their uh, student loans or whatever. But the very next day, they changed the bill and changed the law where, 99% of the people don't qualify <laughs> for that program anymore. And then they go and say they're going to reduce federal 
criminal uh, marijuana charges. But the, the, the guidelines in order to do that, there are zero people locked up federally for marijuana crimes under the guidelines that they stated. So it's all this, just like when they say they're going to tax the rich. You can't tax the rich. It's impossible. That's why they're rich. If you tax them in one area, they're going to go to another area. They and they're going to have another trust set up and they're going to have LLCs. And that's what you guys need to come learn in our academy. Jeremy can teach you all about that in the business class. Billy, I'd love to go back to you for this topic because we're showing us. I, I found this so, so interesting. The last time the U.S. stock markets faced a drawdown of this magnitude, the U.S. government defaulted on its gold peg within the next 24 months. So we're talking about what happened in 1971 and the U.S. market was as low as it's been. Look at this chart. In 2022, the average return is minus 20% on your stocks and minus 10% on your bonds. This is absolute insanity. Billy, I'd love to get some thoughts from you and we'll kick it around the group. Well, this is this is where people get rich. This is where you learn how to live in the uncomfortable and learn how to uh, em embrace that that uncomfortableness is what we talk about it all the time when we're trading in the mornings. There's a certain level of threshold you got to have. You got to embrace that uneasiness and, and ride it out. But this this is where lives are changed. This is where millionaires are made. This is where you do your education. I, I used to hear it all the time and I didn't understand it. Uh, this is the best time to learn is in a bear market. This is the best education that you can have. Learn exit strategies. That way, when we go on our bull runs and we go on these parabolic moves, you will understand how to take profits. And you won't be like me buying an acorn at $70, $80, watching it to go $400, and you never get out of it. Uh, we all have to go through those lessons. But luckily, we have you know this group together, this team together that can close those learning gaps for you guys. You just embrace it, man. Jackie, I'd love to go to you next. We showed an article yesterday stating that 47, sorry, 73% of millennials believe that investing in the stock and housing market is not a way to create sustainable wealth. They're actually uh, more interested in riskier assets such as the crypto space or, or non-traditional assets. What do you think about the returns here? We've got stock market stock market returns at below 20% and bonds. The bond market being below 10% is absolutely shocking. This could send ripples through our financial system, but Jackie, what does it mean to you? Yeah, there's a lot of things lining up and that is that is something to definitely pay attention to as we talk about the transfer of wealth, you know, going from from the generation that holds it all now into the next generation, but the next generation is is much more interested in crypto. So, with all of that and with the crashing of, you know, our our stock market and and things like that, it it aligns perfectly for a shift, right? And it looks to be that way. Um we talk about the the I always mix up the two words, the flip of the switch, the yeah, the flip of the switch. You said it switch of the flip one time, abs, and now it's always stuck in my head. It's all, it's all, yeah, everybody, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, it all you know, it all lines perfectly. I know you know, people call it conspiracy, but man, it's just like it's fact and it, it looks to be that way. Fortune teller, Jackie. Oh, I'd love to show you guys this article because we typically talk about NFT NFTs on Friday, but NFT Tones is not in the building. So all of our listeners send NFT Tones some love. He could use it this morning. Cointelegraph is turning articles into NFTs and early access for 500 readers. This is pretty exciting because they're making the media a collectible item. So turning Cointelegraph articles into digital collectibles to preserve the crypto industry's most memorable moments. The Cointelegraph historical collection will allow every article published by the crypto media outlet to become a mintable NFT. Cointelegraph seeks to create the first decentralized catalog, catalog of news that will cement the evolution of crypto 
onto the blockchain. And I actually like this idea. Will I be purchasing one of these? Absolutely not. But I like the idea that they're taking this and they're applying it. They're really creating some use cases for NFTs. Johnny, why don't you cover NFT tones here? What do you think he would say about this article and the fact that Cointelegraph, they're making, they're making an industry out of something that doesn't exist right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, shout out to NFT Tones. His uh, his best friend's mom just passed away, uh, you know, 58 years old. So, guys, you got to enjoy life every single day. You don't know when you're going to wake up one day and not have a loved one here. So enjoy your life and uh, shout out to them and prayers to their families, so sending love and vibrations. But I think, you know, um, I can't speak for what Tones would say because I never know what the hell he's going to come up with. But for my own thing, I, I this doesn't really excite me much personally. I'm not crazy about NFT news articles, to be honest with you. <laughs> what he said. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. But well, thanks uh, for bringing the hard hitting news this morning. I guess I'll give my opinion on this article. Actually, yeah, go ahead, Abs. You go yeah, on. What do you think about this news? Because NFTs, people are so skeptical. They call them a JPEG. They say there's no utility, but these have hard utility. You're going to be able to collect the most important articles and hopefully sell them for a higher price at some point because that's why people are buying these NFTs in the first place. But what are some of your thoughts, Jackie? What do you think about the utility being provided through these NFTs? Um, I don't know necessarily for like media articles and things like that. Who knows? Maybe, um, especially some big ones, maybe like historical events, articles that come, um, you know, as NFTs down the line, there might be some value there. Um, I do want to point out a couple things in the chat though. Shout out to Yabro XRP. He's talking about XLS 20 D. He says 1.9.4 fix is at 90% and the two week timer started yesterday. So pay attention to that guys. I definitely believe that this is going to be a catalyst for XRP. Um, maybe not to hit 589 price, but I definitely do see that we will, or I do think that we will see, you know, a little bit of an upturn in price action um, as we, as we, you know, get that XLS 20 D passed. Um, that's, that is to mint NFTs. That's a smart contract um, for NFTs on the XRPL. Watch out for that too within the 3T Academy because we have something big coming um, with that. And then also one last comment I did want to shout out to Node Army. He said, can I learn to buy NFTs on XRP Ledger in the Academy? Absolutely. Yes. Come join us. Awesome. And that's a great place to get into some more XRP news, Jackie. But we got 289 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Give it a warrior smash because we're about to show you how the Digital Pound Foundation is allowing Ripple use cases to come all around Europe. So we've got a major partner of Ripple actually using the Digital Pound Foundation to work on use cases for Ripple and XRP specifically. Ripple's financial technology enables international real-time payments, and that is, of course, facilitated by our favorite currency, Mr. 589 himself, XRP. The Digital Pound Foundation has announced the addition of a Ripple partner, Modular, to its member community. The payments platform Modular will join the payments and use cases working groups for the Digital Pound Foundation. They're actually going to be taking the lead in both groups and advocating the foundation's mission and thought leadership in these crucial areas. Of course, we can assume that because they're focused on on-demand liquidity and making payments more efficient, they are going to be using their partner's currency, XRP. And its partnership with Ripple to enable payments in the UK and Europe last February was another step in the right direction for this currency. Johnny, so much news to dive into here. But one of the things that I got excited about reading this article is it said the analysis indicated that over 80% of central banks are actively exploring some form of sovereign-backed cryptocurrency. Now, that could, of course, mean a CBDC, but the use cases here are almost unlimited. What's it mean to you, Johnny? 
Well, I think the most important part of this whole article is the fact that you've got a company modular that uses Ripple or XRP, I should say, the ODL, and they're and they're leading the project, which means a lot of times, whether you like it or not, there's a favoritism there, right? And they'll bring that hopefully sentiment to the to the to the committee, and I'm sure they'll be hopefully advocating for it for that technology without without being too biased. So, I, to me, that's a great news. I, I'd rather see somebody like that in the driver's seat than you know for example a competitor sitting there that would look to choose to use maybe an alternative solution so uh but just the mere fact that when i had heard these guys were going to be there you know quant and ripple to me i've always thought those two need to work together coexistent with all the other technologies and and you're seeing proof of this happening right now again this is going to take a while these companies have to figure this out put all this together go test it but i think it's good news that we're seeing these are the kinds of things I want to be seeing happening in the U.S. with Ripple. And we don't see that yet, right? Brad said yesterday, we're not seeing it because right now when he talks to U.S. companies, like, whoa, wait a minute. Wait for the SEC lawsuit in. But soon, hopefully, Abs, we're going to be displaying articles on this screen talking about the same stuff happening in the U.S. Then I'll be really excited. And I want to remind our listeners that yesterday we showed an article from November of 2021 with J.P. Morgan stating that after this lawsuit was filed, They're bullish on XRP utility and XRP use cases. Billy, I'd love to get some thoughts from you. Ripple has already been confirmed to be testing central bank digital currencies in several provinces around the world. But it is interesting. If they are able to facilitate payments for the Digital Pound Foundation, God only knows the amount of money that would be running through this network. So what's it mean to you that we're seeing more connections here and that a Ripple partner is actually taking the lead in facilitating digital payments? Well, you know, it, it, it shows me that the world is not scared of the SEC anymore. Uh, they don't, they don't maybe not have the bite that they did at one time, especially in this, in, in this realm, because uh, it's not a realm that they're used to operating in. Uh, the fact that they're still making all these relationships and the fact that they can still work, even if the U.S. doesn't get involved, like they're still going to move forward. The fact that they are getting sued and through all this shit with the SEC and still taking on partnerships and, and leading projects like that. That's huge. Um, And that's all that we're waiting for on this side. Like Johnny said, people are itching to get in. They are stacking cash, ready to get in to pull the trigger. They're just waiting on the regulations because we talk about it all the time. It's not a good business investment if you don't have a clear path for your investors. Uh, Because at the end of the day, like Johnny says, they have someone they have to answer to. You just can't go off and invest, you know, all this money and there still be a court case lingering in the air. It's not a good business decision when you're investing other people's money you wait for that clear-cut path and then you go full steam ahead with it um but it, it's it's this is good this is all bullish i've been bullish even more bullish just like he said when the when the case got dropped because then you know oh shit they're really trying to do something here they wouldn't be coming after him because that's we talk about it all the time who was it amazon they sued tax them then they released uh they seem to be yeah tesla that's Microsoft. The yeah, exactly. Hey, you you got to be taxed. You got to go through the pain and then you, you're allowed to, to run rampant and make pe- people millionaires. We just got to we just got to hold strong and, and understand that this is part of the process, man. But this is this is all bullish. This is all good. And they sued the most important companies for a reason. I believe the Ripple admitted that they've spent over $100 million defending themselves from the SEC. Jackie and Johnny. Johnny, I saw you had a comment. I'd love to give you the floor. If not, we'll kick it to Jackie. It looks uh, like he doesn't. Yeah, Do no, I I'm good. No, okay. we're good. Cool. Jackie, any comments on that last article before I de- dive into our last news? Yeah, just to kind of uh, sum up, uh, 
like what you guys are saying, even though this case is looming for XRP, they are building like nonstop behind the background. Um, in the background, uh, one thing that gets me pretty bullish that we talked that they talked about at the summit um, apex is is Project Clio. So that um, that involves like scalability of the ledger, uh, reducing costs and things like that, which is something that is going to be very useful as we talk about, you know, um, banks and things using using their technology. So that's another thing kind of pay attention to. Um, you know they're they're continuing to build. This case is nothing for them. They're continuing to build and develop, and that's that's honestly where I get my confidence in XRP and in Ripple. Thank you, Jackie. And we're actually going to expose the game even more for our listeners. We're showing you how two amiscus briefs were filed, explaining how XRP is not an investment contract, but instead it has real utility. And two companies on this planet are using it right now. A partner of the company Playments Platform Ripple says the U.S. securities and ex- the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission claims that XRP is an investment contract are untrue. Iremit, a global remittance network, has filed an amiscus brief in support of Ripple, claiming that the SEC claims against them hold no water. Iremit says that XRP has real-world utility and is much more than a simple speculative asset. The SEC claims that Ripple violated the Securities Act of 1933 because XRP was an investment contract, that the principal... And that the principle and reason for anyone buying XRP was to speculate on that investment. Iremit believes this to be false, and Iremit does not use XRP to speculate. Instead, it uses it for instant settlements, which proves that there is real utility coming from this currency, and that's pretty exciting. Johnny, this is our last topic for today. This just proves how wrong the SEC is on so many fronts, but I'd love to give you the floor. We exposed the corruption with William Hinman this week. We had Tony Edwards on the show. This has been an exciting week for Good Morning Crypto. Why don't you just bring us home? XRP, obviously not a security. I remit agrees. What's it mean to you, Reda? Yeah, and the fact, you know, a couple of these companies tried to submit some briefs to the court and, and, and the SEC is trying to push back saying that they're not submittable or they shouldn't be part of the case. And I know TapJets was another company that tried to do that. It's just further proof, guys. I mean, you, you could try to fight the truth, but you're going to lose in the end. I mean, we all know. The whole world knows XRP is a currency, except the SEC, right? And the point is, they have to they have to get through this case. And to wrap this up, I've been saying this all along. There needs to be a win on both sides. And what I think you're going to see is you're going to see that we'll get a settlement. This is my guess. I could be 100% wrong, so don't go by me, but I'm entitled to my own guess. I think what you'll see is the SEC will come out and, and they'll do a settlement and it'll be one of those things where the SEC gets to say that it was a security back in 2013 the way it was offered, but it's no longer security the way it is today. And that's going to give the win-win to both sides. To me, that's what I think we're going to see here because it's clearly obvious, Abs. Everybody knows XRP is a currency right now. It's being used as a monetary transaction. So I, I guess it's only a matter of time before the SEC gets there, but they're going to have to and Brad said yesterday that he thinks we're going to see a settlement, or I should say the end of this case in, in the first half of next year, which is interesting because everybody thought we were going to see it much sooner. So who knows? I don't know. Well, he's closer to the case, right? I'm sure his attorneys are getting him feedback. We'll have to see where it goes. It is interesting to see that they're coming out and making definitive statements like that, even claiming that the lawsuit's three or four months away. That's I pretty exciting. I was exciting. Yeah, it is. I was surprised though. And people are asking if the XLM price is moving. Well, we're going to address that right now for our last topic. Novanti announces that the uh, Australian stablecoin is going to go live on November 1st. They've chosen to run this on XLM, which is pretty interesting here. And that's why people are wondering if we're getting any movement. No, we're not getting any movement. This is very typical for XLM. This is a bear market, right? So nothing's moving with news, but I do love this project. It's ISO compliant. 
tons of partnerships and there's even rumors and this is total conspiracy there's rumors of jp morgan having used stellar to tokenize assets since 2018 using their blockchain so if you want to go down a rabbit hole no hard evidence there but it is a fun rabbit hole to go down billy jackie why don't you close this out for this week jackie i'd love to start with you what's this mean to you that uh novanti australia is launching their stablecoin using stellar yeah this just reaffirms man i can't even tell you guys how insane it is back you know back when the academy first started um jv put together his portfolio you know xlm and xrp were the main two that he was was um packing just because of his background you know within the banking system and now we're starting to see it all come out you know a ton of banks and a ton of institutions are starting to see the use case of these and they're jumping in on them um so it's cool to see that full circle um, I did want to say just a quick comment. Raymond L said in the chat, um, and this is kind of back on the XRP stuff that I was going to kind of mention this, but he said, with respect to all, but if XRP runs side chains with its own native token, just think of that. How can XRP be at 50 cents? That was another thing at Apex that they talked about with side chains. That is huge, guys. Um, that just sets up features for DeFi and different use cases, which is like beyond, you know, things that we have discussed. Um, just many many possibilities of the future so awesome raymond i i love our chat man you guys are smart so wanted to put that out there thank you guys and we're going to close it out with a kanye west video for today but billy i'd love to get some closing remarks kanye west before i let this clip play i'd like to get to your thoughts kanye west said that bitcoiners are the revolutionaries of our generation because we're taking back control of our finance and when he says bitcoiners like we stated earlier in the show he means cryptocurrency holders so billy what do you think of kanye I, I love Ye. I love that he doesn't care. I love that he's going to say what's on his mind, come hell or high water. Uh, and that's how we should all be. Speak your truth, whatever your truth is. Don't silence anybody because everybody, if they're speaking their truth, will tell you exactly who they are. You just have to listen to them. Awesome, guys. And we got 262 live listeners. Thank you for joining us this week. It's been an another amazing week of Good Morning Crypto. Next week, we do have Mark Yusko joining the show. And we're going to close it out, not with our music, but with a little Kanye West video for you guys. So have a great weekend. We love you. Like we always say, Warriors, rise. I was talking to my man, uh, Fred, and my boy, Anthony, about crypto and Bitcoin, you know, the uh, yesterday, just to be prepped for this conversation and not about the specifics of alternate currencies, which is like AC, which is like Tesla, which is like, but the, uh, this at my mind just goes on these like riffs right here. But uh, Jack Dorsey decentralized Twitter two months before it really hit because he was talking to the Bitcoin guys. And these are guys that ha really have a perspective on what the true liberation of America and humanity will be. These guys, a lot of the, the specifically these guys, but a lot of the tech guys were able to use the new highways, the new information highways and create the next frontier of and that's exactly what we're experiencing now. I couldn't have said it any better myself. We're going to close this thing out the same way we always do by saying thank you to each one of our special guests. Thank you to Johnny Crypto. Thank you to Billy. And thank you to Jackie. Another amazing week on the show. We got 249 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We're going to see you guys in 71 hours. And like we always say, Warriors, rise. Get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us. Let's go. Mark Yusko on the show next Wednesday.